Hello, my name is Holly Owens, and welcome to Ed Up Ed Tech, the podcast that keeps you in the know about all the latest ed tech happenings. We interview guests from around the globe to give you deeper insights into the ed tech industry, the field of instructional design, and more. We're proudly a part of America's leading podcast network, the EdUp Experience. It's time to sit back and enjoy the latest episode of EdUp EdTech. Here's what's coming up on this episode. The meaning in life is to find your gift and the purpose in life is to give it away. Hello, everyone. And welcome to another fantastic episode of EdUp EdTech. You are going to be so excited when you hear about the guests that I have on today. We have Mary Beth Harder-Schultz. She is the School Partnerships Manager at EdPuzzle. Mary Beth, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Holly. It's great to be here. I'm really excited to get into all the things that you're doing at EdPuzzle. I love EdPuzzle. I love using it. I My sister uses it at her school. I use it with my grad students. But before we jump into all the things EdPuzzle, tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey into the EdTech space. Sure. Uh, I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I have over 23 years uh, in the field of education. I started my career as a classroom teacher with Rocky River City Schools, which is um, on a lakeside community in Ohio. Um, I did a variety of leadership roles. Um, Reading and literacy was really my passion and still really is to this day. And from those roles, I went on to become an assistant principal and principal in the Ohio area. And then my husband took a job in Orlando, Florida. So I transitioned there and have held various positions, leadership positions in Florida. Um, And then um, the pandemic hit, as we know. Um, I started my doctorate degree, which was also sort of on my bucket list of things to do. And during that time, I really needed some time to do some action research as part of my doctorate. And I dove right into ed tech as kind of my dissertation action research of how to keep teachers in the classroom and in the profession overall. Um, And decided I really wanted to experience the ed tech side of things because I had really been looking for a product that I had used and that I was familiar with and decided to uh, work. Uh, There was an opportunity to work with an amazing team at EdPuzzle right in Orlando in the Florida area, and I jumped on board. So I have been with EdPuzzle um, for the most part of a year right now, um, and I'm really enjoying the journey and using my expertise, um, both as a school administrator and as a teacher, um, to really work with those schools and districts um, that EdPuzzle serves. So... And I love your story and we have a lot in common. And I think it's great that uh, you found ed tech through your dissertation. I know. So what, what was your, let me just ask a question. What was your dissertation on and what kind of research, what did you find out? Well, actually um, I'm looking into the teacher retention issue. And what we found is a lot of 
uh, younger teachers that join the profession um, leave within the first five years. They are overwhelmed because even though they have a lot of background in educational strategies and classroom instruction, they really lack some of the communication skills, soft skills, they just, those haven't been developed. They're looking for a streamlined process. And when they get in the classroom in front of a whole group of um, students, it becomes really overwhelming because they have um, a tool for grade books. They have a tool for lesson planning. They have a tool for communicating with parents and all of these tools don't work together. And then the human resource side of it they're still doing things a lot of the times in some schools, not all, um, with paper. And they're not, they haven't moved forward into the electronic space. So I feel like there was a disconnect. And what we found in our research is there was a disconnect between what they were expecting students to do or what we're expecting our students to achieve. And the teachers were still using, you know, paper and pencil. And and there obviously is never a replacement for the teacher. The teacher is always the most important person in the classroom. Uh, but I think with technology, we've evolved and we can use things to work smarter, not harder. And we can really get these tools that are streamlined. Now it's like there's so many things out there. Um, schools need to be strategic in what they choose for their students and for their community. What is the best fit? Um, and so I think. Uh, a lot of my research has really looked at how can we make a platform or a menu of different tools that really get people talking amongst each other and working together and collaborating in a more uh, convenient space. And instead of having these teachers be so overwhelmed with anything and everything after they've worked the entire day, you know, face to face with students. Yeah, that's a lot to take in for sure. I can't wait to read your research. And I love it that you're doing <laughs> it on a very, very prominent topic right now that teacher retention that's going on um, is, you know, some people say it's not happening. Teachers aren't leaving the classroom. Some people are like, yes, it's happening. It's a big deal. Um, but I want to know what is truly going on. So Mary Beth, in your journey, do you have any particular education quotes that, or any other quotes that you've, you've referenced back to along the way? Of course. Um, my mom was a second grade teacher. She also taught sixth grade. So my mom is still a big part of my inspiration. Um, and from my early years of just, um, being around classrooms and being on the school calendar, um, I think she is also my biggest cheerleader. Of course, both of my parents are, but my mom, my dad is in the medical profession and my mom was in the education space. So one of the big things was, um, I think, and it's one I've always shared with my students and even my staff that I've been fortunate enough to lead. Um, the meaning in life is to find your gift and the purpose in life is to give it away. And I think education is always one of those tools where the key is really to unlock each student's gift because every student you meet, um, and I've been in this, you know, 23 years of everyone I've met is completely different and completely unique. And so different people have their strengths, they have their weaknesses or challenges, and it's how can you help them along the way? What can you do to inspire them and to lead them 
to be their best self. And it sounds sort of cliche, but I really do believe it's that. not. I love it. It's <laughs> not cliche. It's not cliche. Too many people say that. I love this. It's not cliche. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, and, and I think that quote originally, it's been said by other people, but I think it was definitely from Pablo Picasso, who was an artist. And, and I do believe that teaching is as much in art as it is a science. I mean, every teacher has a different approach to the curriculum, a different approach to how they run their classroom. And I think that's what makes it special. And that's when you think back to like your favorite teacher or your favorite grade in school or your favorite project, there are those key memories and moments that make up your journey and that have really, you know, changed you or transformed you in some way. And, and each teacher has made their, made their impact on you. So I think that's what's really special to me. Absolutely. I love it. And I do love that quote as well. So, and I know that res that one definitely resonates with a lot of educators. You're doing research in the ed tech space, and now you've jumped into the ed tech space with Edpuzzle. How would you personally define educational technology? I think with ed tech, I mean, just like I said before, um, these are tools, these are resources. There's a lot of great ones out there. Um, and I think it really is used to supplement um, the curriculum, you know, as a tool or a resource. The teacher is always 100% going to be the most important individual in the room. Um, technology doesn't replace teaching, doesn't replace anything, but I think it just enhances it. Um, with Edpuzzle, it's a video platform. So when you're using um, video in the classroom, it can just be used as that accountability piece and how students process things and how you can personalize the learning experience and tailor it to each individual. So I think like, just like with anything, EdTech is always evolving. Um, there are always new things to learn and new things to add. And I think that's why it's so exciting because it does give the education space just a refresh um, and, and it gives it a new chapter, um, a new platform in which to communicate and, and like increase the rigor um, for all students um, to get that great educational experience that we want for all of our students and all of our kids. Absolutely. And I love, I mean, EdTech pretty much changed my life when I was a teacher way back in the day. And I remember using a tool to, my students took, it was a clickers. They took a test. Oh, absolutely. They, they used, yep. Yeah. They, they took, they had the paper test, but then they took the test on the clickers. And by the time the bell from periods two to three, the five minutes that they had, I had it all synced in my grade book, ready to go. Which is awesome. And that's so like life-changing when everything integrates so well. Um, like Edpuzzle integrates with all platforms, Google, Canvas, Schoology. And because it does, those things sync right into their grade books. So it eliminates a lot of the extra steps that teachers are so used to doing. Right. So. Well, let's get into it. For the people who've been living under a rock, <laughs> tell us about Edpuzzle and the product and the services that you offer and how you help institutions in education. Well, sure. Edpuzzle um, has been around almost 10 years, um, believe it or not. It was founded in 2013 
um, actually created, and a lot of people don't know this, so this is a fun fact uh, for today's episode, it was founded by a teacher. Uh, Keem Sabria was a classroom teacher, and he needed a way. Um, many of his students, um, I believe if I have the story correct, many of his students uh, missed class often, um, and he needed a way. He felt that despite them missing class, I mean, of course he wanted them to be there, but if they were going to miss, what is a way that they could still get the instruction and keep the learning process moving forward? And so he decided he would talk to some of his friends who were in the tech space and said, what tool can I use in my classroom where I can present a lesson, a video lesson, and upload it somewhere where if this student misses class, he or she can still see the instruction and the lesson and the curriculum right then and there. They don't need to just use a book or a worksheet. They can actually see and, and feel like they're part of the class. And, and that's how Edpuzzle was created. Um, the mantra of Edpuzzle is every learner is just one click away from an excellent education. Um, I believe, you know, Edpuzzle was really used a lot when remote learning and the whole world, world shut down and was affected by the global pandemic. But absolutely, <laughs> I mean, that obviously was big, but that like that's when people started to really get introduced to it. They knew about it in certain places, but now Edpuzzle is in 190 countries. Uh, it's available in several languages and more coming. It's impacted 2.6 million teachers. There's 30 plus million video lessons, um, 4 million hours of videos watched monthly. And basically almost 10 years of helping students. And, and Edpuzzle is that tool where you can easily input, embed a video, and like embed some questions, can be multiple choice, can be open-ended. And the students cannot skip through the video all the way to the end. They have to watch the entire thing. So it's increasing the engagement and the accountability. Um, we have a fabulous new partnership that's exclusive with YouTube. So there's a Google Chrome Ooh. extension. Drop the video right in. So there's ad free. Um, and we really have upped our game with all of the safety compliance um, with uh, FERPA and COPA. We have all of the um, designations because we have like a student privacy pledge in terms of the data that we're sharing um, and and just it is a phenomenal tool for teachers and students. I mean, they can even do a live mode lesson where teachers are able to see who's watched the video, how long they've watched it, what skills need to be reinforced, what skills need to be reviewed. Um, it can be personalized. So students can you know work in stations. It can be a flipped classroom model. Uh, where, you, you know, the teacher could be working with a small group of students while another group is working on an Edpuzzle assignment. And the greatest part about it is if the video can be edited anywhere. So you can take out some in the middle, you can take out some at the beginning, you can take out some in the end. So if you have a video that's say 10 or 15 minutes long, but you really only want the students to watch maybe five minutes of it one day, five minutes the next day, you can edit it any way you'd like. Um, and there's so many different features that they're continuing to add every day. 
Some of them, including the ADA compliance, so they've included closed captioning, um, audio responses. Um, and I just think so much of that, the teachers can give audio feedback. I mean, how great is that? I love uh, that. We've also included Edpuzzle Originals, which are basically a library of standards aligned lessons, ready-made, ready to go, set up to your standards by state, um, that has content from kindergarten and they're working their way all the way up through 12th grade. So some of these modules that students are needing financial literacy or digital citizenship, those are modules that are ready-made, ready to go with Edpuzzle. And um, I think the great part too, now they've added the admin panel. So an administrator can go in and see what exactly is being shown, um, what teachers are using their tool regularly. And so they know it's, it's, you know, nowadays when we're looking at a budget and we're trying to figure out what tools are being used and, and we can, we have the data to analyze and, and see the engagement level of our students and our schools. And I think that's really important to see both sides of the coin, both from the teacher's perspective, the administrator and the student. Um, I've been in enough classrooms too to see the engagement and the excitement by students um, who have used it because they can rewatch something. They can do it again if a teacher feels they need to, you know, they, they didn't take their time or they didn't prepare. Like maybe they were supposed to read a chapter before then they watched this video. They can do it again and they get a second chance or a third chance if they need it. And I think that tailored personalized approach to education is what we've needed all along. So, yes. Oh my gosh. I didn't know about some of these things and I feel like I have a good grasp on what's happening. I love it. I, I love it. After. <laughs> uh, yes. I love it so much. Um, so I was going to ask you, you know, coming into the ed tech space and knowing, uh, you know, a lot about how to use technology in the classroom. What is your favorite feature of Edpuzzle? Oh gosh, there are I so know, putting you on the spot there. Putting you I know, on the spot. there are so many. Um, I think my favorite is definitely the fact that you can take any video and make it your own. So even if you find a video on YouTube, which there are so many things out there, um, that you can watch, but you can take one from any source, National Geographic, where, you know, you could go on Discovery Ed, you can go on different places, take a video and create a virtual field trip. You can do all kinds of things. And because you can edit it, it's giving you the ability to make it your own. You can embed questions and in the question space, if you want to upload some type of resource or give them a link to go somewhere else, it provides that roadmap. So the video is, I mean, we know that a lot of people really are the visual learner and they actually are trying to just watch something. Um, yet it's so much more than that. Yes, they're watching, but that's increasing the engagement and the accountability. So I think it's kind of that one-stop platform where it has so many great tools and features. You don't need to go out and use all these resources because everything is right there. And I think that's what I found both as a teacher and as an administrator. It was so comprehensive that you could do so many things with it. 
And I've seen so many great lessons from our community that have taken something and made it their own. And, and that alone, where we can share amongst each other, is terrific. Not only just within a school, but see what other ed puzzle have been created somewhere else. Oh my gosh, and shared internationally too. Absolutely. Everywhere, yeah. everywhere. 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 That's that I can't even. Um, I'm doing a Duolingo with French right now. So I can definitely get in <laughs> get into a jam with some French videos that are Ed Puzzle designed. That's and true. Some, yeah. Love it. So you've described a lot of different things that Edpuzzle does, some wonderful features, building an ADA compliance. Is there anything you can share with the audience about what is coming up on the roadmap for this next year? Of course, without violating any NDA agreements, can you share right. some of your goals and things with us so we get excited about what's next? Sure, sure. Um, well, Edpuzzle is obviously reaching many corners of the globe. And so we're continuing to expand. Um, I think the great thing is we're continuing to grow the company and hiring so many fantastic people. I have a region, I'm part of region four, which is led by my manager, uh, Jordan Savitt, and I have so many amazing colleagues on my team that have helped me um, because they come from different, um, they, a lot of them come from education with Edpuzzle, but um, they also come with sales background or tech background or, you know, background in marketing or public relations. So we really work together as a team and collaborate to problem solve and strategize um, so I think we're, we're really continuing to expand into different schools, charter schools, private schools, public schools, virtual schools, but also looking at other organizations and how can we, if they have some training to deliver or some professional development to deliver, how can we, using videos and modules and things like that, you know, synchronize that training, streamline that process for them. Um, and I think that's been really important. Um, they continue to evolve as a company. And I like the fact that if there's a suggestion, if we learn something along the way, we can take those suggestions to our managers and upper level management and have, they have something called the research roundtable, which is a wonderful space. Anyone can join. They have regular curriculum calls to share like upcoming curriculum things that they're working on because believe it or not, a video actually takes so many hours of work by so many different talented people about just making it just so, making it just right and goes through so many edits um, and seeing the beginning initial stage all the way to the end. So I think it has allowed all of the employees to really feel empowered and I think that's a one thing I noticed, it allows many voices at the table and many opinions to be shared. And then we try to figure out the best path forward together. Um, and I think, gosh, how, how amazing is that to take all of these brains and work together um, and, and problem solve and look for new solutions. And, oh, if you didn't, if you tried something and it didn't work, what could we do different next time to make it more successful? So it's okay to fall down. It's okay to make mistakes. And that's what we say to our kids. The reason you're in school is because you don't know everything. And, and really 
I think that Edpuzzle is great because it's all about being a lifelong learner. I mean, we don't pretend to know it all. We don't pretend to know everything. We feel like we are better when we're learning new things and we're doing it together. And I think that's the amazing thing and the culture that they've created there. Oh my gosh. It sounds like a great place to be. It absolutely um, culturally. Is. It yeah. sounds wonderful. Mm -hmm. And definitely I'm going to put a link in, in the show notes to all the jobs you have internationally, you know, domestic and internationally. There's a lot, there's a variety of roles that people really need to check out for sure. Absolutely. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm putting it. I, I highlight Ed puzzle quite a bit in my job postings on LinkedIn, but I'm definitely going to put this in the show notes too. So people can access it there. Awesome. So we are coming up on the end of the episode and I have two, really three final questions for you, Mary Beth. All right. I want to know if there's anything else you'd like to share. Did we miss anything? And then I want you to put your fortune teller hat on and I want you to tell us what the future <laughs> of ed tech looks like. Oh gosh, that's a tall order. Um, I think yeah. I think I've shared some of the biggest features of Edpuzzle right now in terms of, you know, the admin panel, the introduction of Edpuzzle originals. Um, we also have, you know, a big push on ADA compliance and really increasing the safety and security of our platform. That's always been the highest priority to us of making sure that we have um, the safety and security things in place for all schools and students and teachers and everything like that. Um, I think the biggest thing about Edpuzzle is that, like I said, they're continuing to expand. So as we grow and as we expand, we take the feedback very seriously from our teachers and our students about what do they wanna see next? Um, so some of these suggestions and features that you're seeing are basically, it was basically someone saying, hey, we really think closed captioning should be on, or we really think that audio responses, it would be great for our youngest learners who aren't maybe so great at keyboarding yet to be able to just speak into their device and give an answer because they know the answer. They just have a hard time typing it. And so those are the things that we are really responding to what, you know, that it's almost like the tool is getting created, you know, and evolving as needs are being met. And that's, I think the exciting part about it. Um, if I were to put my fortune teller hat on, and I don't know, um, you know, I, there's so many things that who knows, you know, yeah. with everything. at this point uh, with all the, the stuff coming everything. out. <laughs> exactly. But I think that the future of ed tech is really bright um, that everybody's talking about AI and chat GPT and how that's going to enter into it. So that's something that I guess keep an eye on because there's so much chatter about it. I think that it's going to be important for technology and even for schools, there's going to be so many things out there. So you really have to be this consumer and somewhat of a researcher where, yes, there's a lot of tools out there, but it's like a menu. When you're going to a restaurant and there's different categories, you may prefer one thing like a soup or a salad over something else. So it, it just like that, if there's a, a whole bunch of apps out there, if there's a whole bunch of tools out there, you pick the tool that works best for you. And so I think it's funny because going back to education, we're always talking about adding tools to our toolbox. And I can tell you that in over 23 years of education, 
I'm always adding more and more tools because you'll always come upon a situation or a circumstance or even a student. If somebody needs something that you didn't have exposure with yet or experience with. So you need to find that tool that works for that particular group of students or learners. And so I think just like everything, if the human resource, you know, um, where we're recruiting teachers and new people to the profession, we need to grow and attract the best of the best. And in order to grow the students to be the best of the best and the future leaders of tomorrow, we have to find the tools that work best for them. And so I think it's really about looking at all the tools and what they're doing and figuring out what is the best one for me. What is the best fit for our school or our district? And I think that's where it's exciting because there's always going to become, there's always going to be new things on the horizon, but it's how do we make the best decision, the best inform, informed decision for us at that time? And I think tools like anything are providing more and more data and providing more and more accountability factors. So you need that tool that really responds to that and gives you the information that you need to make that informed decision. Yes, um, I was just listening to like finding the best tools and you, a, a common theme throughout this episode, especially is that adaptability and the customizability and the personalization yeah. of education. So I definitely see that becoming something even grander and more popular as we continue into the future of ed tech. And I think for sure, you know, the safety and security piece is always front and center. You need to make sure that the tool you're using is safe and, and in compliance with everything else. So, I mean, we want to make sure that our students are as safe as possible um, with anything we're using. Yes, yes. Well, Mary Beth, we're, we're at the end of the episode. I can't believe it. It went by so fast. That always went happens. Went by blink of an eye. I know, it, I know. Yes, it always happens when you have a great conversation. So I can't thank you enough for coming on the show and talking about your journey into the ed tech space, but also sharing all the wonderful things that you and your team are doing at EdPuzzle. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share more about EdPuzzle and about my journey. I really appreciate it um, coming on your show. It's really exciting for me. It's my first podcast too. So. <gasps> no way. <laughs> I would have never known that. I was like, she's an old pro at this. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much. You've just experienced an another amazing episode of EdUp EdTech. Be sure to visit our website at edupedtech.com to get all the updates on the latest edtech happenings. See you next time.